0: Hello? Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. <laughs> you. Oh, this is Happy wonderful. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy <laughs> birthday, <dear son. laughs> Happy birthday
1: <laughs> to you. That was hey. amazing. Hey, do you guys want to know where you are right now? you're you're on not qualified podcast Oh no! yeah um so here's my question for you guys tell me what you think about smile in less than 30 seconds uh
0: smile was by far the scariest movie i've ever seen
1: in terms of jump scares and um uh, i don't know it was just like the storyline was all right but the jump scares really got me yeah cool gustavo you have anything to add
0: they got really nice smiles, I'd
1: say. Yeah, they smiled really big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, really, yeah. Nice, big they smile. really nice teeth. They must have a good dentist. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you guys for calling. Happy birthday. That's very sweet of you.
0: Yes, so, that was great. Uh, oh, happy birthday. This is your birthday episode.
1: Thank you. You go- may not know that. Yeah, it won't be uploaded on my birthday, though.
0: But it's still your birthday episode.
1: It's still my birthday month. Like it's my birthday month, and you know what month it is?
0: It's October, which, which we means call Spooktober.
1: Spooktober, boo! Yes,
0: ooh, I'm I'm so scared. It's my favorite time of the year, son. I you know,
1: I know. It's my Me favorite
0: holiday, Zifrim.
1: It's my second favorite holiday.
0: What's mine favorite oh, holiday?
1: Oh, your favorite holiday? Yeah, it's Christmas and then Halloween, no,
0: right? Oh no, you know it's Halloween. It's Halloween
1: yeah. and then You're Christmas. Tired. I know, mine's Christmas and then Halloween. Welcome to not qualified. Who are you?
0: Oh yeah, welcome to not qualified. I'm sorry. Uh, my name is Lucas Foster, and I have been around a long time, twice as long as Zephram. He is mm-hmm. my progeny.
1: Mm-hmm. This is my padre, or
0: you are my progeny. If I'm talking to you, but if I'm talking to the listener, he is my prodigy. progeny. Progeny. Mm. Yeah, that's yes. kind of hard. Do you ever think? Yeah, that's hard to figure out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, who are you directing your words? Who am at? I
0: doing direct, Mike? Yeah. Uh,
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess you don't worry about that
0: because you're a professional.
1: I, I, uh, no, I think I don't worry (laughs) about it because we don't care. (laughs) That's a good philosophy. We had, I had Zachariah on the podcast last night. Yes. Or two, two nights ago uh, to talk about Nathan for you. And uh, he really called us out. He was talking about, he was like, I asked him about his favorite episode and he was saying how he did something radical and he actually watched some of the source material before recording a podcast (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is something that is not normal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He really. Although I
0: guess tonight, though, if we're just talking about one movie, this is something we're qualified. Sort of, we are qualified qualified because we saw
1: it recently. We saw it
0: recently, right?
1: Yeah. And what I'm glad to be on your show. Well, thank you. About
0: what we're talking about today.
1: It's fun because a lot of my taste in things is because of you. So yes, you're the reason I like horror movies and stuff. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, I like to think I influenced you in music and other things too. So,
1: hey, speaking of music, here's or the or not. Well, speaking of music, here's the theme song to not qualify. All right. That that's where yeah, it'll be. go. I, I put it in, in post, so you don't. Yeah, have, you yeah don't I
0: know, it. I know. I don't have to yeah. pause but I'm like, I, I realize yeah. that you hadn't put, hadn't done that yet. So good.
1: Yeah. Um. So. By the way, yeah. where is that it, music from? It is by a guy named. Uh, uh. Hold on, hold on. I threw a, I threw has, a curveball at you. Sorry. Yeah, Blue Topaz. That's his name. Okay. He's he just does instrumental funk music, and he licenses it out. And so we use a service called Epidemic Sound, which mm-hmm. uh, costs like 10 or 15 bucks a month. And we get access to this whole library of music we can use for free. Nice. And uh, that's one of the songs on there.
0: Cool. I was always wondered that. Never asked. It's
1: on Spotify. It's called Wasted Education.
0: I will try to, to remember to look that up. There you go. My playlist um, is getting way too big, though, here lately. I keep adding songs that I hear, and I'm like, there's no way I can listen to all this music. Did you ever yeah, have that o- thought?
1: Right. You're an old man. Yeah. You don't have time. You yeah. don't have time. So uh, what movie are we talking about?
0: Uh, we're going to talk about the movie Smile, which mm-hmm. just recently came out. It did. And it is, uh, was a very scary movie. It was. And I love scary movies. Well, I'm going to qualify that. I love good scary movies. Mm-hmm. I have a special hatred for bad scary movies. hmm <laughs> Because I get all geeked up and like, oh, this looks like a scary movie. And then, you know, 30 minutes in, I'm like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Who get, who paid for this? So yeah. anyway, this is one of those cases where I did not feel that way. And I felt like it was money well spent. They did a very good job on it.
1: I agree. I did not expect this movie to be good, actually. When I saw the trailers, I mm-hmm. thought it just looked like another generic, dumb, you know, like – I mean, there's movies that I like that are scary enough, but they're right. just kind of dumb. And I'm like, I thought it was going to be like that. But this actually wasn't very dumb. It was actually really good.
0: And it could have gone bad. I mean, they could have could really have. ruined it. But yes. they did a good job not ruining it. So I commend the filmmakers. Good job for them. Yeah.
1: Speaking of the filmmakers, if you're listening and you're like, what movie is this? Because you haven't watched TV in the past two months uh, <laughs> or like been anywhere. Because this movie has been marketed a lot. Even at like, like football games. You see that mm-hmm. people yes. standing in the crowd making creepy faces. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't seen any of that, this is a movie called Smile came out in 2022 and is directed by Parker Finn. And I looked this guy up. This is his first movie.
0: It's really this his is- first movie.
1: Yeah, he's made. Two I did things. not know that he's made two things before this, and they're both short films. So he's done short wow. films, but two short horror films, which I guess I should go back and watch. Um, one is called the hide behind that was 2018. And then another short film in 2020 called Laura hasn't slept and that's all he's done. Wow. So yep. interesting Parker Finn. So yeah. And, uh, this movie's getting pretty good reviews. Um, and, uh, it w- definitely was whenever Josie called, uh, she mentioned that it was the scariest movie she's ever seen in terms of jump scares. And I honestly, that's probably true. Um, for me as well. And I don't usually like, jump scares at all i'm usually scared by like for example dad what's your favorite horror movie ever
0: well uh i was going to get into that i was actually looking at some ratings on imdb charts Mm
1: -hmm. to see
0: how this compared to other movies Mm -hmm. and it it's only got a 6.9 imdb rating Mm -hmm. other movies that have a 6.9 rating are hocus pocus the original (laughs) yeah i'm like are you kidding me and uh yeah. Anyway, so I don't know that uh, the people who watch this movie really appreciated what they were watching.
1: I think you got to watch out on
0: ratings like this.
1: Yeah, it is interesting. Hold on, I'm going to pause the recording real quick because uh, okay. Noah is here and he is bringing me my birthday present. So I'll be right back. Oh, okay. I'm not going to hang up. I'm just going to pause it. All right. Well, I go. I hit resume. So you go ahead and whatever.
0: Well, I was looking at the ratings on IMDb, and um, I guess 6.9 is actually pretty respectable rating on their scale because yeah. uh, I was wanting to see. Well, what are the ratings of the worst movies ever? <laughs> and that's that's why I was going to these uh, bad movies. And by the way, this <laughs> this would be a great thing for you to do on your podcast if you can find some of these titles. Yeah. Uh, some of them are very funny just reading the title. And some some I've seen, like uh, the Love Guru. That was one. Yeah. That's one of the worst ever rated.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Master of Disguise with Dana Carvey. Yeah, that that there, one. Yeah. Uh, left behind (laughs) the The original or the remake. I think the one with Nick uh, was the one in 2014. Was that the original? Yeah, no, 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 that's Nick
1: cage. The one in the original was Kirk Cameron in the nineties. Oh,
0: that's right. And it's also got this movie that I was watching the video of called, uh, uh, Oh credits. Uh, it's, uh, hold on. I'm looking at it. Santa Claus conquers the Martians.
1: Hey, that made in 1964.
0: You should look it up on IMDb. And he should watch the trailer. <laughs> it's very bad. That's anyway, funny. yeah, somebody green-lighted it, though, or green-lit it. I guess that's the right word. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, so a 6.9 is not a bad rating, uh, considering that um, the black phone, like, got a 7. So, I mean, that was also pretty and good. And that's a
1: great movie. We could talk <laughs> yeah, about was. that sometime. Um, yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, so Smile definitely surprised me. Uh, it, I was very entertained and very creeped out because it wasn't just, they were a lot of jump scares. Most of them were good. They were earned good. jump right. scares. There, there were, were a couple, couple that, that were cheap. cheap, but I think most of them were fine. Um, and it also, besides that had some really creepy imagery, like, like just the, I mean, the smiles themselves were pretty creepy, but also creepy, like make your hair stand on end kind of stuff. When there's lots of scenes of people just going insane and losing it and screaming and when that's done well when it's done bad it can be really cheesy and annoying but when it's done well like it was here it really does kind of make your hair stand up when you just see people losing it and going insane
0: yeah Um, there was um sorry i jumped in there there was a sense of i i I likened it unto when the first time when i watched the silence of the lambs mm -hmm. when i watched that show in the theater it had a very the feel of the movie the way it was Shot and the way it made you feel as the viewer, you're kind of going into the shoes of this, and you know this uh, FBI agent, you know mm-hmm. who's who's investigating all this stuff going on, and the scenery and the uh, emotions that were on display and the characters that were also you know locked up with Hannibal at the time, all mm-hmm. that you never knew what to expect and you never knew what kind of crazy you were going to see and it had a very sinister. Mm-hmm. Feel the whole time through that. I mean, even towards the end, it was still had this sinister feel. Mm -hmm. And I felt that way when I was watching this movie was I'm going through this uh, experience with this doctor, the psychiatrist. And I do not know what is going to happen next. I have a thing. I have a feeling as the audience member, something creepy is going to happen and unexplainable. And I think I'm not going to know how to handle it. And they did a good job of that.
1: Yes, they did. And uh yeah, there were really some and I don't I'm trying to decide how much to spoil early on before we say spoilers, but right. Um there were some really effective psychological elements too. My favorite horror movies, the stuff that I really find the scariest that actually creeps me out. Right. Um, is psychological stuff. Yes not necessarily just in your face, bleh. Because like for example, um, Movies that are often hailed as being really scary that I think are good. They're solid ghost stories, uh, mm-hmm. but are not actually very scary is one is The Exorcist. I actually really like The Exorcist. I think it's got some cool themes and cool, creepy scenes, but it, it doesn't really make me feel very scared. Um, and the same thing with a modern example would be The Conjuring. Um, it's a cool story. And I, I think the movie, the first one at least, is pretty well made, but it, it doesn't really scare me because it doesn't mess with your head too much. Um, Movies that really scare me are like Oculus, uh, movies where you don't know what's real, or like uh, In the Mouth of Madness really creep me out. Um, Yes. But actually, a great example of the kind of stuff that creeps me out the most is, so my favorite TV show ever probably is The Twilight Zone. And The Twilight Zone, even still, watching one episode of The Twilight Zone, sometimes will creep me out, more for days than a really intense horror movie just mm-hmm. because it makes you you don't know what's real it really me- gets into your head and makes you feel uneasy even when it's not scary it's more unsettling so that kind of stuff is what gets me and this movie did have some of that that i thought was really good like like there are points i'm thinking of the the birthday party for the little kid that scene yes um, with the it was very you it don't was, know what's uh, real you right. don't know what and she is you feel like her, you're losing your mind. She's losing her mind and doesn't know what this thing is. That's attached itself to her and is making her see things and it's making her uh, do things that she didn't do. Um, that is what's what really gets me is when it messes with your head like that.
0: Yeah. And it started off that way too, you know, with her talking to a patient, you know, and mm-hmm. her being this person that works in an ER That's dealing with this psychological trauma and trying to bring these people back to a sense of reality, right? Using all of these techniques. And then you slowly start to see things unravel for her where all the things she says to these patients now no longer apply. And it's almost like I didn't know what I was talking about as the psychiatrist because now this is real or twist. Maybe it's not real and maybe I'm just going crazy, right? You don't never really know. Really, throughout the whole movie, is this real or not? I mean, right. I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know if we want to spoil it to say that you still don't know at the end. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but I mean, you really don't. Right? Kind of even at the end, you don't know what did I just watch? But exactly. it was um, just like, um, and, and even in the trailer, the parts I saw that I say I'm going to see that again in the movie. I didn't think I would be scared once I saw that scene in the movie. Right. But when I saw it again in the movie, it was just as creepy as when yeah. I saw it in the trailer, which was a very good. That shows that the director does a very good job of taking you along this story, that you can get scared again. Like the main thing I'm thinking of is when she's walking down the hallway of the hospital, by the guy's room, and we just see him smiling in the background, right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's much of a spoiler
1: um, no, I think to tell people ha- at this how point. How about from now? Na- Let's just say from here on out spoilers for the whole movie. So if you haven't yes, seen it, yeah, click right. away.
0: <laughs> click away. Right. Right. But then I mean, I, <laughs> the idea was that when I saw it in the trailer, I said, wow, whoa, that was weird. And then yeah. when it happened in the context of the movie, it was actually scarier because you yes. had the ambiance and that yeah. sinister feeling to go along with it. And at that point she was halfway through her journey, right? To crazy land. And mm. we saw it and I'm like, And then it wasn't there. And I'm like, oh, okay. What did I just see? And every time they can do stuff like that in a movie, I think what I like the most about scary movies is when they only give you a piece or a little, a a little bit of a picture. They don't show it, (coughs) excuse me. They don't show it As soon as they
1: really show the full picture, it's not scary anymore. As soon as they draw back the curtain. Yeah.
0: And I, I agree with you on the whole, I've seen a lot of really, really good movies that I don't consider scary, at least not in their whole context. And I would say that The Sixth Sense is a movie like that for me because it was scary at the beginning. But then once you started pulling for the kid and you had this emotional tie to him and Mm. Bruce Willis, which at the time you didn't know he was dead. Sorry, that's also a spoiler. But the idea is it became this, how is he going to heal this kid, how he's going to fix the kid. This is a problem. And it it became more of a story about the kid and about him. You wanting him to be better. Right. Yeah. And so it kind of lost the scary part. It still had the overtones, but it was more of a focus on him and his mom and how is this going to work out for them in the end? And it ended up being very sad, right? It was just a, a lot of good ghost stories end up being sad at the end. Right. right, and so I don't. I, I consider those to be more ghost stories than scary movies.
1: Yeah, that's like a good, the
0: Changeling a good yeah. was a ghost story, and it had scary parts in it, but it was sad by the time you got to the end. Yeah, this movie, there was no sad feeling at the end. This movie was scary from the beginning until the very end. And yeah. I was every time I get scared watching a movie. You can ask Sarah, your mom. I laughed when yeah, I get scared, know. I laugh out loud. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, they got me really good. And I'm laughing yeah. at myself because I got so scared. And that yeah. happened a lot in this movie. It really it did.
1: did. Yeah. Um, I think seeing it in a the theater helped me too. Like uh, that got me a lot. There were, they probably also helped. I probably thought it was scarier because going into the theater, I saw two guys that I was positive were about to shoot up the place. And so I was on <laughs> edge already, but yeah, um, <laughs> um, I
0: remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, they went away.
1: <laughs> yeah, they went in to see Barbarian, which I want to see. I haven't seen yet. Um, it's another horror movie that just came out. But um, so, what was your what was your favorite part of the movie? So, scariest part of the movie, movie for you? The birthday party scene does stand out to me, just because I knew. Spoiler alert! I knew as soon as she went in there. I said the, the cat's in that box. And actually, as soon as earlier in the movie, she asked her husband, "Have you seen the cat?" Cause she tried to feed mm-hmm. him and he didn't come. And I immediately yeah. said, that's a setup for something. That I didn't pick up show on up that.
0: I knew it would show up. I didn't pick up on it until right before when he had the box and I'm like, yeah. Oh crap. Yeah. That's boxes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. get it until that moment. And so, so
1: I, I thought actually whenever the cat first disappeared, I knew it was a setup for something. Right. Um, but this was early in the movie. So I didn't know if it was going to be stupid yet. I thought it could still go off the deep ends and end up being stupid. And, um, and so I, uh, what I leaned over and said to my wife was that I bet that later in the movie, we're going to see that cat smiling. (laughs) I thought, (laughs) thought, yeah, that that would have been great. But, uh, but no, it was way better than that. Yeah. As soon as she walked in with the box, I was like the cats in that box. And so, um, that was a great thing that stuck out to me. And then I also liked, uh, Whenever she – there was a scene – oh, gosh, what was it? Something in the middle happened. A whole sequence happened that you realize isn't real. And was it whenever she had the knife in her car – and when she went she, and
0: stabbed the guy?
1: Yeah, she went out and she went and stabbed. That's what it was. She went into the hospital and stabbed the patient. And he kept laughing at her. And he just laughed at her.
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty that wild.
1: And then it got weird. The doctor pulled his face off, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, okay." <laughs> and, yeah, that was yeah. a little too. At that but,
0: point, it was beyond but reality. the thing yeah. that
1: really got me was when she's stabbing him. And he's just laughing louder and louder in yes. the face. That kind of stuff yeah. gets me. Um, a couple. I'll talk a couple of the jump scares that I thought were cheap, and you have one that you'll talk about. Yes. Um. One was just a simple, there was a transition from a scary scene into another scene and they, they transitioned with a sudden car horn because the scene they were transitioning to, she was walking across the street and almost got hit by a car. And so somebody honked at her, but they start playing the sound of the car horn in the previous scene, just as a jump scare. So that I felt cheap because it wasn't actually something that happened in the scene. It just like, it was, it just was only to scare you. Um, but that actually wasn't as bad. The thing that made me mad, and this one actually, in retrospect, looking back, I kind of liked it. I thought it was pretty clever, but at the time, I was just mad, was when she's going through an audio clip, trying to hear a sound. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Scanning on Yeah, Yeah, I thought they tried
0: a little too hard on that, but yeah, go and ahead.
1: It gets quieter and quieter, and she's trying to listen to this, whatever sound this is. Um And so as the audience, you're like leaning forward, like, what is that? What is that? Trying to hear the sound of whatever's in this audio clip. And then it just hits you with a loud scream and Mm -hmm. scares the crap out of you because you're listening so hard. It got you. But then there turns out to actually be nothing in the sound clip. That was what I felt like was cheap. They did that whole thing just to make you listen real close and then hit you with a loud scream. But there wasn't actually anything in the clip. And it reminded me of those old YouTube videos when it would be like, pay attention to the car driving down the road. See if you can spot the secret. And it'd be like 30 seconds of a car driving down a country road. And then a big zombie would just pop up in the screen. And yeah. scare you right. and Like 2007 YouTube. And that's what it reminded me of. But other than that, I thought all of them were pretty well done.
0: Yeah. The, that, the only cheap jump scare that I remember was when they opened the uh, cat food. Uh, And it was a close up on the cat food and they had the sound really loud. So they all of a sudden jumped to the scene where you're feeding the cat and it's just like, come on, that's just, you know, that's just you scaring me because it's so loud Yeah, and uh, it wasn't necessary. So I kind of thought that was cheap. I did have a question about the movie um, before I tell you about my, what I liked the most about the movie uh, was when she was in the, uh, when she was at her apartment and the doctor came over, but it wasn't the doctor. You know, the psychi- her psychiatrist came over, but it turns out it wasn't her because oh, called her on
1: the I phone about that scene. Yeah. That one got me
0: because that was a very scary scene. And but but she's being pursued by that doctor to the wall and then it just cuts to her in a car. I don't know. What was what's supposed real. to have happened there? On a, Did that actually that, happen or not?
1: I think that's the transition where they use the car horn. I think that's the one I'm talking about.
0: Oh, is that what it if is? I, I oh, think okay. so. I
1: could be wrong, but I think it was like yes, all of a
0: sudden was that all in real. her head? Yeah, I didn't right. know. And so at that point I realized that I can't trust everything I'm seeing.
1: Exactly. And actually um, that, that scene was really effective when the therapist showed up. Um, and as soon as you realize that it's not actually the therapist and that she calls, they do that gag twice in the movie where yeah. she's talking she's talking with somebody and then that person's on the phone that happens yes. twice and one of them is was the other a therapist it was earlier i don't remember i think it was oh, okay. with her fiance but i can't remember exactly um the no, fiance it was her by the way was not it very was admirable sister. no he was he was bad no <laughs> the other one i the other one i remember now i think was her fian- her sister if i if i remember correctly but i, okay. I could be wrong
0: yeah that um, might have
1: been right i don't know but that trope is also in oculus Uh, -hmm. and I really love the way they do it in Oculus. It creeps you out when she's, um, that's one of the most creepy
0: things they can do in a movie if they do it right. Yes. You know, and especially in the actor who's doing that scene has to really be convincing that they are freaking out because all of a sudden it's not just what is this monster I'm seeing in front of me? It's that idea of, am I hallucinating everything what's right even now? Real. Exactly, is the phone yeah. call real or is this, you know, it's like, yeah, anything. you don't know yeah. which thing is real. You don't and know what is That's real, what I right. love so
1: much about Oculus is it builds that for two hours and really, really hammers at home. But spoilers for Oculus. If you haven't seen it, but Oculus and they, and they do a good job end, of,
0: of taking you, sorry, I jumped in, but they no. do a good job of taking you into the mind of the protagonist. Yeah. yeah. So you don't know what's real either.
1: Yes. You're seeing everything through their <laughs> eyes. I was really done, done well in Oculus. Uh, she does the same thing where, Uh, toward the end she stabs uh she they and that's what they do okay yeah and i'm I'm trying to remember in oculus i think they flip it so they do they do it once where she's talking with somebody and then gets a phone call from them and realizes it wasn't the person wasn't actually there right right and so that happens again later when her fiance is talking to her face to face and then she gets a phone call from her fiance and she realizes, Oh, oh you're yes. fake. And so she stabs him. Right. Turns I out remember the phone that. call was what was fake. And oh, she actually I killed her that. fiance. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that, yeah, was, tough that was really well done. Yeah. Um. So it reminded me of that, but, and then I also really liked the ending was cool. Cause you, you, well, that was my favorite creature... part. That's
0: what I was going to tell you was that Go ahead. I, I liked the whole movie. And I, like I said, I thought it was creepy from beginning to end and I just loved watching it. but, when she thought she was at out of the house and back at the apartment mm-hmm. with her with her cop, boy ex-boyfriend, right? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah, then yeah, at
0: yeah. the moment he smiles and then all of a sudden she runs away and she's back at the cabin, back at yeah. the house. That moment absolutely freaked me out. It's like I I thought that might be the case, but you never know at what point things snap back to the reality, right? Yeah. And so I I wasn't as surprised that he was bad or that he was going to smile like he did, you know, and Mm -hmm. and be the
1: monster. But you were surprised she was all the way back.
0: That everything she had imagined up to that point didn't happen. Yeah. That freaked me out because I'm like, at that point, you're gone. You might might as well quit. You might as well lay down and die. I mean, I.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, no, it's over. (laughs) That was another thing they did uh, that happened in Oculus. The same thing. She finally escapes the house and runs out into the road or something. I don't remember. And then she gets a she tries to call the police and the police says uh he says uh she's telling him all the stuff that happens and then the operator on the other end goes uh where are your parents or something like that <laughs> you know and then she's yeah, like what right. and they say where are your parents and then she's back in the house and uh-huh. you're like well she really can't escape this thing um, i know it's same thing with thing this yes yeah. and then uh i liked the So it was interesting that they finally show the creature or at least a representation of the creature at the end where it's like crawling into her mouth and it's this big old slimy dog looking thing. And it's just ripping her jaw open to crawl inside her, which represents it's finally got her, you know, and then it kills her and kills her right in front of the other guy. And so now it's passed on to him. So now it's like, it's at really is hopeless, which is also how Oculus ends. But, uh, I keep comparing it to Oculus because there's some similar stuff there where this thing has killed person after person, and it's it's mm-hmm. they finally uncovered the, the chain or whatever. But they, the thing I liked about Oculus was that even though the cycle repeats itself, and the kid goes back to prison, and the girl's dead, and the mirror has taken another victim, they're the first people to actually injure the mirror. They leave it with a crack, mm-hmm. which no one else has ever done. So it gives you a little bit of hope. Whereas this was just completely hopeless. You're right. like, well, it, it won. You know, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, um, a lot uh, of. People, I thought it was
0: a well done movie.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. A lot of people compared it to uh, It Follows. Do you ever see It Follows? Never saw that. It was good. Um, it was a very similar concept. It Follows was this invisible creature that you could only see if it was after you, and then it would be locked onto you for so many days, tracing um, you down. And once it and uh, once it got you, you're dead. The only way to pass it on to someone else is to have sex with someone while it's chasing oh you.
0: that sounds Whereas, great
1: <laughs> yeah with this it's kill somebody or or kill literally yourself. while
0: they're chasing you so you have to be on the run well no
1: no no just, just oh, okay. while it's locked on <laughs> okay you. if you have sex with somebody else it passes to them
0: <laughs> oh um, how nice
1: but gift it keeps invi- giving right and so it's a similar concept of tr- it passing to other people except it was sex instead of death which every horror movie seems like it's one of the two but um right uh they uh it was it was also really cool because it was invisible to everyone except the person it was after, and it could take the form of whatever it wanted. So it was almost the exact same concept, just with the mechanism shifted. Right. Um, but I I'd have to rewatch it follows because I don't, I wouldn't be able to say which one I liked better. Um, it's been too long since I've seen it, but I really liked. A lot of people have made that comparison. Um, yeah, I may have to go back and
0: watch smile again because I may have missed some things there that they put in. Right. Like, um, like I still remember the it remake, you know, when they were, uh, when they were kids. Right. Right. Um, Right. And, uh, there was that clip of the guy in the library where the librarian is in the background smiling at him. Do you remember that?
1: Uh yes, the librarian is just like smiling and at what
0: him. is she doing smiling like that? And it's just a momentary yeah. glimpse, just a of really something quick that's thing. off. And that's what I liked about this movie was that there were these glimpses of things that were just not quite right. right. And when the audience, when you pick up on that, that adds to the creep factor because it's like right. you're you have this main story where you're trying to go along with this protagonist to try to beat whatever it is she, that she's fighting against. But all this other stuff has happened on the side that tells you that something very sinister is happening in the background and we don't know what it is.
1: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: And that, that kind of an overshadowing is what makes all of these scary movies really good.
1: Yes. Is that they I have agree. the That's other the effect in, stuff. in them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That um, so was good. I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. Probably. Yeah,
1: I will too. Definitely. Real quick. I have a surprise uh, audience. Uh-oh. Oh, no.
0: I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm still here. Hello. All right.
1: Do they know who uh, that is? Do they recognize yeah, his voice? I'm sure they recognize his voice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, I, I really like Smile. Um, before, do you, wait, do you have any last thoughts before I start to wrap things up about Smile that you wanted to say?
0: Uh, oh, I, I was going to ask this. This is off the cuff. But so when they're at, you know, filming this and they're making these yeah. people smile, uh-huh. In this very weird way. How many, did they ever crack up doing that and I'm have sure to do they a retake? I'm like, I'm sure what would they that have been like? Cause some of these smiles know. were really ugly. You know what yes. I mean?
1: <laughs> I also wanted to know um, how much, uh, cause I mean, I'm almost positive that um, those, smiles were they were in they were partially cgi right they're definitely how unnatural. much were they enhanced though, i want to right? know how much they were enhanced because when you see people at the ball games doing them in real life they look pretty close they're able to get pretty close but they're not they quite are. as creepy um well the
0: the psychiatrist of the psychiatrist i mean i'm pretty sure most of her smile was was just her yeah you're until right they, she was until the they one switched that, up and she yeah. had that weird smile but that i think that's how she, she was just able smi- to do it she was one able thing, to do it
1: I was going to mention about that scene with the fake psychiatrist that really got me was her voice. When she starts talking, right. she has the voice of the creature. It's this deep mm-hmm. voice. And they almost, the reason it's creepy is not just cause it's a scary voice. Right. Cause like, right. Like if it was just a creepy voice, it'd sound like freaking, uh, Zool from ghostbusters or whatever its mm-hmm. name is, you know, it wouldn't really be that scary. But, um, uh, they do this thing where it sounds really close in your ear, like in the, in the, in the Mm -hmm. microphone, it's like, it's talking right next to you in a really deep. And it reminds me of in Dune in the new Dune movie, when Paul uses the voice on his voice, yeah, it it sounds very very similar. similar. It's like right in your ear and it's really quick and it's on a slight delay from his voice. And it was a similar creepy effect. So,
0: yeah. and, And one more thing I just thought of is sometimes the, uh, the way they shot each scene when it was, uh, they would come in at the odd angle and it would be upside down and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, there was that. a lot of that. I was wondering and I'm why. Like, I'm like, part of me thinks, well, that that's a little cheesy. But actually, in retrospect, when I'm watching it like that, it puts me off. So, as the audience member, my mm. brain is in a position to be vulnerable when I do that, yeah. and then it makes anything they give me more effective later. Right. If things are already off in the movie, and the story, if they come in at an odd angle, it's going to work with my brain to say things are weird. Right. And they always do that. And Hitchcock used to do that, too. Wasn't it Hitchcock that used to come in when things were weird? He would come in at an angle when they weren't. It would just be a straight shot. Right. Yeah. And so I think it was an intentional way to kind of trick the brain into thinking something bad, something bad is going to happen
1: before it happens. See what I mean? I thought
0: they did a good job with that, even though it might be a little trick, you know. Yeah. That's all.
1: No, I, I agree. It was good. Um, so. All right. Well, we have to, before we end, I forgot we have to give it a rating. But before right, we your can rating do that, system. That's before great. we can do that, we have to explain the rating system, and okay. you have to give us your baseline. So our rating system is, it's a 1 to 100 scale, but right. it's in reverse. So it's like.
0: One is the best, 100 one is number, the worst.
1: Yeah, but you can only have one number one. It's your number one movie ever. Best movie you've ever seen, your favorite number 100 is the movie you hate the most of any movie you've ever seen. Right. And then everything in between, that's a sliding scale. So you can have multiple, you've seen more than hundred movies, of course, so you can have multiple on one number. So first give us your number one and your number 100 movie ever. What is your favorite, just off the top of your head, your favorite movie and then one that at least, if you can't think of the one you hate the most, just a movie you hate.
0: Well, my favorite movie, as you all know, is Big Trouble in Little China. The best movie ever made.
1: By, yeah. one, by the best director probably that ever lived, except he's, maybe for Hitchcock. I um, think but, John Carpenter is my favorite director who's ever yeah. lived. Even though um, my favorite movie is not directed by him, but he's my favorite right. director ever.
0: So that's my number one movie of all time. Uh, my number 100 worst movie ever... Um, you know, I didn't see the movie, but it might have to be the Santa Claus Martians one after watching the trailer. That one was so bad. <laughs> just
1: the trailer had that uh, much of an impact on you.
0: I, there's just, I mean, it's so bad. A uh, Small Wonder, by the way, is a TV show that was terrible. If I could if they ever made a Small Wonder movie, it would be number one hundred. So, mm. uh, without just off the top of my head, without remembering, I've seen a lot of bad ones. Most of my bad ones are scary horror movies that mm. are so bad they they I laugh at them. So, yeah
1: that's the thing with horror is there's a lot of great ones, but when you're playing horror roulette, you're going to get more bad ones than probably any other genre. There's oh, just, you the know what? I, bet one,
0: I just thought of 100. I think probably last Christmas is probably 100.
1: Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, that movie's <laughs> terrible. Yeah.
0: So that's the baseline.
1: Um, okay. So that's the baseline. If that, if, if, that is your number one hundred last Christmas, and your first is uh, "Big Trouble in Little China." Then give Smile a number.
0: I'm gonna take. I'm gonna say Smile is a twenty four.
1: Okay, solid. Because
0: uh, good. Oh, I like scary movies, and if they really have me going, then they're going to be in my top twenty five.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't even think of a number beforehand. Uh, I- I'll say like, oh gosh, hold on. First, I got to look at and do some math in my head. So if I got that's one to the end. that's one to 20. <laughs> then the number... I'm thinking, cause I've seen like 700 movies on my letterbox account. That's right. what I have ranked. And if I'm thinking the first 100, if I'm doing that by tens, okay, I'm going to give it 30 smiles a 30. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good rating. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I know that your rating system, you, you have a lot more movies in the top 10, your top 10 has actually got a lot of movies in it so it's not
1: just yeah yes yeah, yeah. well yeah, yeah because yeah. we've so seen more how, than 100 you can have right, that, as right, many right. as you want on any number so those
0: you list. have to just rate it you know how low or how high i would rate it and yeah 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 that's about I think where of it, it fit.
1: i try to think of it in terms of stars if it's a five star movie it's going right. to be one through ten. If it's a four and a half star movie, it's going to be ten through twenty. If it's four stars, it's going to be twenty. Yeah, through 30. this was a solid four star so movie. This is a me. four star movie. Yeah, so that's why I put it. At
0: I, I would put this is this would be where the Ring would be for me too. I mm-hmm. like the Ring a lot, and I thought that it was the same kind of a scary movie. So yeah, we didn't talk about the Ring, but
1: we can on another no. episode. Maybe that's true. We can. That's a great one. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Anything you'd like to say before we tell everybody goodbye?
0: No, it has been a pleasure to be on your podcast. I do expect to be asked back when you want to do your Big Trouble in a Little China episode. Absolutely, you will be.